Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called Bumpers. The Shadow King stood on the castle walls, listening to the battle trumpets. Then he leaped from the wall and flew towards the mountain pass like a black wind. Adria followed, keeping out of sight as best she could. They came to the mountain pass, and Adria saw the army of Mimis approaching, with their torches lit and their banners held high and their weapons gleaming. And then she saw the Shadow King. He stood atop one of the cliffs that overlooked the pass. The commander of the army looked up and said, There he is! Fire! And the soldiers let loose a volley of arrows. And to Adria's amazement, the Shadow King cried out, Oh! and fell backward like he'd been mortally wounded. (gasps) A cheer rose from the Mimi army. Hooray! Let's finish him, cried the commander, and they charged forward. Hope rose in Adria's heart. But then, to her horror, the Shadow King rose. He grew three times his normal size and stood triumphantly atop the cliff. The Mimi army stopped in their tracks, and the commander said, Fire! And they let loose another volley of arrows. But the Shadow King just waved his wand lazily, and the arrows burst into flame and turned to harmless ash. You think you can hurt me? He yelled, his voice echoing through the dark mountains. The mightiest of all... And then he waved his wand again and shouted, Anoma Pirserata! At once, the first line of soldiers bent over double, as if suffering from stomach aches. And then when they straightened back up, their faces were gone. They had no eyes, no mouths, no ears or noses. They looked a little like the mannequins in human stores. And the faceless Mimis dropped their weapons and reached out desperately with their hands. And everyone they touched bent over double and became faceless too. The condition was spreading like a disease. Ah! The Mimi army began a frantic retreat, rushing away from their faceless comrades. And the Shadow King laughed. And then he looked across the mountain pass and fixed his weird, glowing eyes on Adria, who thought she'd been well hidden behind a craggy black stone. Did you like the show? he asked. That was good. I needed that. I haven't had fun in a long while. Adria flew out from her hiding place, and she looked down at the crowd of faceless Mimis. They were following the rest of the army as if slowly chasing them, their hands reaching out. And Adria said, what did you do to them? Don't worry, they won't die. I don't need them to die just yet. Adria said, well, it's awful. How, how are they supposed to eat? They won't need to eat. They're actually pretty indestructible right now. And hopefully they will spread their facelessness. Adria said, you, you have to turn them back. It's too horrible. Your own people have the power to turn them back, the Shadow King answered softly, his good humor dissipating as he lapsed back into his former brooding self. 
if they choose compassion over fear. But that is not the way of your people anymore in these latter days. And he flew from the mountain then, heading west. Adria hovered above the pass for a while, watching as the faceless Mimis headed east into the kingdom of Chalet. <sighs> then Adria returned to the castle of Skalex. Over the next few weeks, the faceless Mimis roamed across the kingdom of Chalet, spreading their condition whenever they touched someone. The Mimis called them bumpers, as they often bumped into things, which made sense because they didn't have any eyes. And the Mimis who escaped their touch fled to the capital city of Ancora and told the queen what had happened. And the queen said, oh my, this is some dark magic indeed, no doubt dreamed up by that horrible little prophecy girl. Ugh. No, said a soldier, it was the Shadow King who did this to them. Well, regardless, we must kill these bumpers before they attack the castle. We can't kill them, your majesty. They're, they're us. They're Mimis. Uh, we have to find a way to save them. Uh, Queen Toria was about to argue when she noticed that her advisors and ministers and all her fancy friends were looking at her in shock. Of, of course we won't kill them, she said. I misspoke. I meant to say we will cure them, not kill them. <laughs> Here they come, shouted a sentry from the nearest watchtower. <gasps> the queen and her entourage rushed to the castle walls and looked out. They saw an army of faceless bumpers, their arms outstretched, moving slowly but steadily across the fields, headed right to the city. Ridget said, we must flee, we need to evacuate the capital. Before long, bumpers entered the city. Ah! Screams rose from the streets, and the Mimis, who escaped getting touched, fled the capital and streamed into the countryside beyond. But the bumpers followed. They never stopped walking, not even to sleep. Nowhere was safe for long. Eventually, all the Mimis ended up in the one safe place left, the island of the Agini. The bumpers followed them to the shore and crowded the beaches, pacing endlessly and stretching their arms out toward the island. But they couldn't cross the wide and wild river. The surviving Mimis were safe for now. But the Agini didn't have enough food to keep feeding everyone indefinitely. The Mimis would not survive the coming winter if something didn't change. Well, that's the end of the episode, Bumpers. The next episode is called The Cave of Wonders. Goodbye. Goodbye.